All right, here we go. Episode 21, Chris Updike Show. Today, I have in my guest uh, from Revolutionized Nutrition, Michelle and Randy. They're coming back. This is the second time they've been in the studio. Um, we're going to change it up a little bit from what we did day one. Guys, welcome. Well, Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you for having us back. No, like I said, I appreciate you guys coming in. Um, we're going to try to change it up a little bit from what we did in episode 17 of the show. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about you guys starting up your nutrition company. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what you've kind of been up to now, because it has changed in the last, I think it was about six months ago you were in. We are constantly so, yeah. evolving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always new stuff going on. You know, the main business is always following the same path, but everything else is changing and growing. A lot yeah. of fun. And I think that's what happens with this stuff. It always, it's not really what you thought was you were getting yourself into, right? Mm -hmm. And then later on, you kind of get into it. And it's like, this is what's going on uh, now. Oh, yeah. percent It's like, oh, you thought you liked this. Things grow. You're like, oh, maybe I didn't like that much as I thought. And you grow somewhere yeah. else so let's talk a little bit husband wife owners yes. right um talk a little bit about how you got into the nutrition piece and then where you actually started like hey we should do this as our jobs all right so you want to start with me you all right so i think it's a fun story <laughs> i guess <laughs> we've been uh, we were personal trainers in the fitness industry for quite a while um and over time you know we saw our clients getting faster stronger they lose a little bit of weight at first but then we're just you know they, they had stagnant you can only do so much with the weight training um and then me and michelle started talking about uh about 2012 we started talking dating whatever um and then she decided she broke up with her, her ex and she wanted to do a bodybuilding show. So me being any sort of single guy trying to hit on a girl goes, I'll coach, sure. P pathetic. <laughs> and at that time I've never coached a bodybuilder. I just had a kind, of, kind of a good idea how to do it. Um, we do the macronutrient approach, which I'll get into a little bit more. Sure. Um, and then she won her first show. And we said, hey, this approach was a little different than what everybody else is using. And I think if I just tweak it a little bit, we can use it for the general population. So we did. And about a month later, we started Revolutionize out of the house, going to meet new people, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, mm. their house. So real grassroots kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and just saving everything we made from Revolutionize till in 2014, we bought a property in Free Old Borough where we started the business officially, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, and then we were there until 2018 where we moved into the Meridian Hackensack building in Manalp, and that's where we are now. Yes. yes, and I've I've been in that that store, and it's pretty it's pretty impressive it's when you walk in. It's beautiful it's in there. Like, yeah, I like the new building. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's way more than I expected when I walked in the door. Let's put it that way. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. I miss our uh, freehold borough vibe, yeah. <laughs> the characters you get from there. But very yeah, different it's vibe. A different. Yeah. It's a little different. <laughs> so now you're in there, you and you like start this business. And it's just the two of you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How are you getting like clients? How um, are you working it? Like, how's that going for you? Yes. Yeah, so when we first started, honestly, uh, it just started with people that we knew from the training industry. And uh, they were having incredible, incredible results. And it was really just word of mouth. At the time, there was zero advertising. To this day, there's barely any advertising. Word of mouth, social media, um, people feeling good, people just wanting to share their results and their story with us. And it's been cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you first opened up, what were some things you knew, like, this is going to be a big hurdle for us. These are some things that are going to be kind of some problems getting in. I think yeah. everybody, when you start a business like that, you have in the back of your head, hey, here's probably some of the things that are going to be a problem for us. So what were those problems? Like, kind of how did you identify them? And mm -hmm. what did you do to, like, overcome them? Yeah, so problems are always going to be problems. We were actually just talking about this on the way here. It's uh, the problems don't get the problems never go away. They just evolve, and you have more they to change. lose over time. <laughs> so the problems just get heavier and more stressful. <laughs> but in the beginning, I'd say the biggest problem I think we knew we were in for 
is trying to create a new nutrition business based on science and boring facts, yeah. not on, you know, Some sexy supplements, fad. yeah, fads. Yeah. You know, and that's a hard sell telling people, hey, I got something that's going to work, but you're going to have to actually do something for a little bit and try and learn something. Yeah, it's pretty that's black not, and white. And, and yeah. to be honest with you, uh, how many people told us, just give the people what they want because the people just want quick, easy bullshit, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. And you're told that over. I'm like, I'm not going to give the people what they want because it is a <laughs> freaking lie. Like, that's why we're trying to change things. That's why we're trying well, to I, revolutionize I, I, I joke, the industry. I, I, uh, it's always a fun old quote. I think it was Ford who goes, if, the, if you ask people what they want, they would want faster horses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's always like, you know, yeah. you want to be like, try to be one step ahead of it, but not get so creative and out of the box that you get something goofy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very big on basics, whether it's with business, fitness, everything. So I I just said, you know, what's, what the hell is macronutrients? That's just um, your protein, fat, and carbs, and technically alcohol, but I'll fo- focus on the first three. These are the only three things that make up the calories in your food, the things you see on the side of the nutrition label. So we focus on just the facts, the things that are calories that create energy just in and out. And then we focus on the macronutrients further than the calories because those are going to help um, all your bodily functions, help shape your body fat, tone your body, and really get you to the physique you want, not just the weight you want. Mm-hmm. So each of these macronutrients have, you know, very different uh, purposes. Is why I always recommend any fad diet that's either um, cutting one out entirely or advocating one in excess. It's probably not a great idea. If you don't mind, I'm going to do a quick little explanation of what each sure. do. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, these are my quick little like one sentence, not textbook answers. Uh, protein is basically the building blocks mm-hmm. of your body. Now it's going to help grow, repair, and maintain lean muscle mass. Um, but I always tell people, I always like to use the analogy of building a house. If we're building a house, think of protein as your bricks. Having more bricks is not going to help the house get built faster. The right amount of bricks will help the house get built the right amount. Um, carbohydrates, these are your body's preferred energy source. Um, they're not the only, just the preferred. And when you break down carbs further, you get the simple carbohydrates, com- complex carbohydrates. And a lot of people like to define those as good and bad, when really it's just short-term energy and long-term sustained energy. So different tool for different um, needs. Um, but carbohydrates in terms of energy demand and when you need to make changes in your diet, um, back to the house analogy, I like to refer to these as kind of your workers or laborers. So if you if you have higher energy demands, you want to grow, get the job done, you need more workforce, go get those bricks put in place. If we're at a caloric deficit, we don't have the budget to spend on workers, it may be a little slow, so you may not be able to maintain and grow muscle as well. Um, and then fats are just kind of really important. I like to harp on these a little bit because most diets, especially some ones that get calorically restrictive, tend to attack fats the most. And that's because they're just um, calorically twice as dense. Not good, not bad, but um, just in your science textbook, um, carbs and proteins are both four calories per gram. Fats are nine. Um, fats are also responsible for all your organ, hormone function, uh, brain function. Uh, so pretty much, you know, all the stuff you need to run the project right, <laughs> kind of important. So. so just for the listeners out there, Carbohydrates are okay. Totally okay. Yes. yes. Eat fats, the carbs. Fats are okay. Totally okay. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited. It all comes down to having the right amount for your body and what your goals are. You should not be eliminating any of them. They all have a purpose. You just have to have the correct amount for your body. That's it. And that revolutionized. You guys work with everybody from, the, I want to make sure everyone understands, from everybody from the like elite athlete to you know, the house mom who's looking to That's, lose some weight on the beach this summer. Yeah, so we work with people, like you just said, people that are, are completely sedentary, sitting down all day to people, like you said, are professional athletes. Um, as if you guys heard from the last podcast, I'm a professional figure competitor with the International Federation of Bodybuilding. Did I say something wrong? No, it's Oh! <laughs> 
and Randy burped live <laughs> here. That's okay. That's <laughs> and okay. Uh, and um, yeah, so there we work with UFC fighters, we work with powerlifters uh, at the from anywhere from the amateur to the professional level. So you name it, we work with it, and um, we love the variety. We love working with everybody. Uh, it's pr pretty evenly split, men and women, ages eighteen, because we had to put a. Cap on. A cap on that yeah. to to ninety five years old. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah and I'd say the big thing that changed probably since we last spoke to you is I'd say we've definitely made more of an outward focus on uh, the general population. Uh, Michelle called it our wellness in the workplace initiative. We're really looking to get out to people that you know may not be taking their health as seriously. Because I, I kid around and go when we go into a gym to talk to people or go to a fitness uh, place, these are already people that are at least motivated enough to be at the fitness place. Mm -hmm. We need to get to the people who have no motivation but yeah. still have the same issues. And you know the gym's a huge part of it, but not everyone is either ready to make that step or able to for whatever reason. But everybody can do something about their nutrition, and that's a mm -hmm. big thing we like to push too. Is you don't need to be this machine killing it every day. Uh, I really preach, you know, give me 70 to 85% every day and you will do amazing. Yeah. You know, I was just a little bit, a little bit consistency really matters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah consistency is big mm -hmm. with kind of anything, right? Mm -hmm. Can you give me like a, a rundown? Let's say, you know, um, uh, the house mom came into your facility. What kind of they go through? How do you evaluate? Talk about diets, talk about some exercise and stuff like that. Yeah, so basically they come in, they meet with one of our nutritionists. Um, it's a private setting, so it's very comfortable for everybody. Yeah. We learn more about them and their specific goals. And when goals. it comes to nutritionists, yeah. I always like to say, me and Michelle oversee all the content, yeah. uh, the, all the uh, diet design, program design, but the nutritionists are actually far more educated than Michelle and I are. <laughs> they, we, we hire above us. <laughs> yeah. We do. Yeah. That's good. So I like to just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so we learn about them and their specific goals. We teach them about our program, you know, the, the idea of flexible nutrition nutrition and you know being a little bit more relaxed and flexible with your lifestyle and getting away from that all or nothing mentality because that can be very uh, damaging for people i'm an all or nothing guy all or nothing that, yeah all or nothing because that's dangerous. just my personality mm -hmm. it's if so if i do watch what i eat once in a while it's like crazy yeah and i'm yeah. gonna share something yeah if i do that i know you guys are gonna hate this i'm a scale guy yeah right I'm a, i gotta step on the scale yeah. every day don't do I, it i know my wife yells at me but that's that's me i, I know that going mm -hmm. in so like i can be really regimented for two to four weeks and yep. then it's like I, I need to drink the, the chips ahoy in the red bag that's yeah, yeah. Like, oh. and that's really funny so speaking of what happens when you come in that's one of the biggest things that happens when you come in is find out what who are you what have you been doing what's your lifestyle right now and we're never going to say all right oh nothing's never going to work you need to change all right that's how you are let's work on changing some of those habits yeah. <laughs> you know whether yeah. it's we can get you to be super intense one week and then ease up for three days mm -hmm. and find some way yeah. to work within your lifestyle not so much cram our lifestyle down your throat yeah 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 <laughs> basically keeping from people keeping people from like if they do have a bad day and they do decide to have a chips ahoy cookie they don't say screw it i'm done and they eat the whole sleeve you know what i'm saying we're just yeah. like okay you had a cookie it's i cool. could do that yeah most people can yeah. <laughs> and they, they say it with pride too Eat the, all the cookies. <laughs> but the good thing I, I always tell people too, even if you ate the whole bag, if you've been good for a week, eat the whole bag. And it's not good, but it's also not going to kill you. One bag of cookies yeah. is not going to outday six other good it's really not. six days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just say get back on That's track. That's good you to know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so from there, um, after teaching them, we do their we perform their Fit 3D scan, which is how we track and assess everybody's progress. And uh, yeah, we're not salespeople. So like at the end, we're like, so you want to you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of the, a lot of the 
yeah, determining factor, I say, when it comes to when we're talking to a member about finding out what the heck we're going to do to get them to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I said, the biggest thing is obviously when the Fit 3D comes in, the scan comes in, we, go, we use those body fat numbers, the scan, their age, weight, height, you know, lifestyle, all that usual junk to come up with the initial set of numbers, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. And when I say numbers, some kind of people get really focused on it, so or really, uh, really too concentrated on it. If I say your protein is supposed to be 150 grams a day, that means within 10 to 15 either way. So if you're at 151, it's well within the range. If you're at 149, it's well within the range. Yeah. Even if you're over that limit, it's fine. Just be near it. Yeah. Um, and, we, and I always tell people, we're not going to, again, push the perfect program on you. We're going to get you somewhere. So let's say you come in and this woman's a vegetarian. And she's like, well, I'm not going to eat 150 grams of protein. And I might say, well, that's exactly what you need. But you're not going to do it. So let's work on getting you to 60 grams. Then maybe we'll get you 65. Mm-hmm. And your progress will probably be just as good because in those early stages, you don't need to be Some as spot games. on. Yes, yeah. exactly. So you're going to be able to make just the same progress. But by the time you come to that plateau, now you have the knowledge and the correct thing where we would burst through and break through whatever it was holding you back yep. previously. So a lot of it comes down to really just finding a lot about you, your personal lifestyle, um, things that cause you to fail in the end and just taking a hard look at yourself. We're really big on accountability. Um, were you good? Were you bad? Just put the information out there. Yeah. Oh, yes. I think you, you have to be right, especially yeah. if you're dieting and yeah. tracking. Oh, yeah. All that, I always that joke. Stuff. I go, I am an advocate of cheating and lying when it benefits you. You know, <laughs> wonderful. You know, great. But when you cheat on uh, your diet, nutrition, you're not still getting the A on the test. Yeah. You're just thinking we're happy with your progress. And when you're still going to end up in the same spot. Right. <laughs> so you talked a lot about the nutrition piece. Do you guys put together like a, a workout program as well? Yeah. Like we talked about that yes. with the, your clients yeah. as well? Yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it depends. So uh, <laughs> I always tell we have the background in it to design, you know, as complicated workout plan as they need. But a lot of our clients do come from places where they're ready, either working with a trainer or working mm-hmm. with another program. So if they come to us with a program that's pretty good, we'll always take a second set of look because sometimes I take a look at some of these online programs like I. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but we work with, we work with a lot of trainers who are awesome, phenomenal. We trust. I mean, obviously we trust them. They are outstanding. Yeah, so. but otherwise, if they need a program, we'll I, you know I put stuff together for them, and they usually look at it and go, "That's it, or that's super simple." Simple. And I go, "Yeah." That's it. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's just the basics work. Just go in, get them done, and lift heavy and lift hard. And a heavy is something I, I like to talk about because everyone goes, I don't want to get big. I don't want to get too strong. I go, heavy just means whatever is heavy for you. If you're a coach or you're a trainer or men's fitness prescribes 10 reps for you, <laughs> rep 10 and 11 should feel pretty hard. You shouldn't feel like you should get be able to get to 15. If the rep prescription is five, five and six should feel heavy and so forth. Yeah. So that's what heavy means. It doesn't yeah. mean a million pounds. Yeah. And Michelle, I'm sure you're a big believer in this heavy with correct form. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's a big thing, too. We always talk about, uh, especially in terms of people who want, and I call everything bodybuilding that comes in terms of body shaping. So anybody who wants to gain or lose any muscle tone is bodybuilding to me. It's just me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. um, but especially with that kind of stuff, it is so much not about just moving the weight from point A to point B. It's about activating the muscles in between point A and point B. So if you're not uh, actively engaging each muscle through that motion, the amount of actual time the muscles under tension can be very little, especially if you know, say you're locking the joints out the top and the bottom, and then we rest a minute between sets. So our total working time might be like five seconds of tension on the muscle if we're just blowing past them. Mm-hmm. So what really got done? I don't care how long you're in there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So they come in, you kind of do your evaluation, you have their talk, and then you create some kind of diet plan for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about maybe like the meals, how they're doing it, like a breakfast, lunch, dinner, like real simple stuff? Yeah, yeah. you want me to do um, so, so first we figure out what their macronutrient intake is going to be. So how many grams of protein, fat, and carb you're having. The girls will create two sample meal templates for them, but to be honest with you, we hate 
meal templates because say for meal three, we have six ounces of grilled chicken and you're like, I cannot eat chicken, I'm gonna throw up. Well, we wanna give you the, uh, the knowledge, the education, the tools to be able to say, what can we swap out instead? Um, same thing, what if you show up to work and you left all your meals behind? What are you gonna do? It doesn't mean, uh, I'm, I can't do this today, I'm gonna go order like a pie of pizza. You know, so you have to have the education and the tools to be able to do it. So. Uh, I mean, do you want examples? Yeah, so like a standard day, it's like, you know, say we're pumping out a regular breakfast, lunch, and dinner for somebody, and the numbers aren't going to be great on this. I'm just giving examples. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, you, but, can, you can eyeball it. Yeah, it's going to be eyeball today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so regular breakfast could be, if these are foods you enjoyed, it's neither good nor bad, just foods I tend to use. Uh, it could be like half a cup of oatmeal, a quarter cup of chopped bananas, three egg whites, and a whole egg. Mm. Uh, that'll give you a nice blend of a, a good amount of uh, long-digesting carbs, keep you full throughout the, the, your morning, a nice amount of protein, and a little bit of fat to make sure every whole hormones mm -hmm. functions work properly. Um, a good lunch, uh, and people always kind of get whacked out about lunch. They're afraid of carbs, and a lot of easy-to-grab lunches that have carbs or sandwiches. Um, the thing that makes a lot of sandwiches bad isn't really the bread. It, it ends up being your oil, your vinegar, your mayo, your ranch dressing, your... Tell them about how you broke, broke down Jersey Wines. Uh, yeah, sorry, I got a tangent there, but we actually did a seminar recently where we broke down a bunch of uh, fast food chains and quick service places. Should we for... not say the name of the places? Well, this place is great. <laughs> we, right, we actually recommend these places. Uh, yeah, it's a good place. But um, So we broke down the menus, finding good options for people. And when I was going through Jersey Mike's uh, menu, first time I went through it, I didn't take off the olive oil just because it was on there automatically. The, nothing was good. All of a sudden, just taking off the olive oil, they were about 40 grams, 30 to 40 grams of fat less, which is uh, each one of those is nine calories, so 300, 400 calories less. Yeah. So almost any sandwich is pretty good then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much that's the biggest thing there. But so uh, easy idea for lunch could be a turkey sandwich, mm. a little bit of cheese on it, uh, some spicy mustard. It's a great lunch. Or if you want to go a more traditional route, you get, you know, you bring your chicken, uh, breast, chicken fish, potato, uh, broccoli. a boring old veggie. <laughs> and yeah. that um, and then a good dinner. I always like to say, you know, put, I like having a nice big dinner. Um have a good like six to eight ounce protein serving. Uh, if you're low on fats for the day, maybe hang in something more like a that red meat or salmon. If you've already kind of eaten quite a bit of fat for the day, we're gonna want to stay more towards those uh, leaner protein sources. So your turkey, chickens, uh, white fish, those options. Um, and again, as well with the carbs, if you've had all quite a bit of carbs for today and you don't have too many left, it might be a veggie dinner or you know just half a cup of uh, rice or something. Yeah, and you got this is for people who like variety. We work with people who are pescatarians who are not going to eat meat products. We work with same thing, vegetarian, vegan. So we're going to work with the foods that they like and. It Makes it pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've written up diets where it's like, all right, you're having a, a Subway sandwich, and I made it work. Yeah, yeah. but the more traditional diets are what I just said. Yeah. That's that's sounds pretty easy, right? It, it, it is. So it's so easy. It's funny. It's I always kid around, and people ask like, well, "What do I eat?" I go, "It depends a lot on you. What do you eat?" And people are like, yeah. well, I like all these." I go, "Yeah," and I joke, and it's going to sound terrible, but I go, "Every person I've ever worked with who is." Everyone came in because they wanted to change their body. Their diets are all so amazing that I don't know how they're not in shape because everything they tell me is the greatest food I've ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, what do you really eat? <laughs> you know, you're not going to eat all that stuff all the time. And then when you get down to that, you go, okay, how can we make this work? Mm. Uh, I think a lot of long-term sustainability is more about how can we make it work, not restricting. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you make it sound so simple. Here. Talk a little bit about why some of the fad diets out there just they don't work. And I, I don't want to use the word bad, mm -hmm. 
but they're they don't work and, and why yeah, they're just too extreme too restrictive making them un unrealistic and unsustainable yeah so uh, and i go that's the simplest answer but a lot of them you'll see they might take either simple proven ideas let's say and flash and sex them up and put some supplement on the side of it that could be freaking meaningless yeah but that diet works yeah. great and now you push the supplement or you'll see them push some extreme method you know keto's hot right now so we'll go into that yeah. and it's got some health benefits if you have some clinically medical, diagnosed yeah. medical issues but for the regular healthy person there's absolutely zero benefit over anything else they come um, off keto and they gain 30 pounds yeah, well that's a big thing a lot of people yeah. enjoy it and it's, it's gets a lot of recognition because you'll see it on us weekly uh, you know celebrity b lost 20 pounds this week on keto diet well maybe because a lot of it has to do with water loss so when you switch over your body switches over from the carbohydrates to the fats or the for the, uh, for the energy processing um, a lot of the water supply in your muscle gets depleted so it's really just a big water drop so I go, if you're wrestling and need to make weight, that's wonderful. But if you're looking to get ready for the beach, what's that going to do? Yeah, and this whole industry is so incredibly conflicting. I mean, one, uh, I don't know if it was like CNN or Fox and Friend or something. At the beginning of last year, they said, you know, keto, the best diet out there. you got to do it. Clinically proven, blah, 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 blah. Exactly one year later was a list of the worst diets mm -hmm. and keto was number one. Keto, the worst diet of the year. And I'm yeah. like, you are so contradicting your, like it's it's so confusing for everybody. It's so confusing. It is, and it's one of those simple things, but yeah. because there's so much misinformation out there, yep. it makes it difficult for people. And I, you know, I have a health and, you know, PE degree yep. and 20 years ago, I was kind of versed in it. I knew, kind yep. of knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. And now today, not so much, right? right? So even for me to like, just sit there and like, watch all that stuff and say, this is supposed to be good, you but that what, doesn't sound too good to is, me. Every, I don't know anything. Everybody's just preaching these things based on an opinion. Maybe they did it for a week and they felt good. So we always say, was it nutrition is the science, it's not an opinion. Yeah. It's a science. Yeah. And that's a big thing. I think our industry, and lately I'll call it the entrepreneurship business industry, which that's a business industry now, um, <laughs> gets a lot a of these charismatic industry. gurus, let's say, yeah. who they just show you how great and wonderful their life is business-wise or how good their body looks. And well, they're saying it, they're confident about it, it must work. Yeah. And these people, desperate, vulnerable people really buy into it and that stinks. Yeah. 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 It's ugh, That's a whole other topic that'll go on. Right yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's an athlete I was, we know personally who, this girl, hard work, best work, you know, wonderful hard work, uh, genetically gifted also. But after she got big, she started selling these waist trainers, promoting, this is how I got my waist. When she had that waist since we met her. She was genetically <laughs> blessed, this yeah. woman. Yeah. I always get around, I go, you can give me the best basketball program in the world and I can follow it every day. I'm not gonna be LeBron. I'm yeah. just not LeBron. Yeah. Selling out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, I know it. And it's all over that Insta, that's, People are selling, like you said, their waist trainers and their sweet sweat and That's it. all this stuff. And it's like, and it's so bonkers. And I always, I always kid around. I go, when the answer, and a lot of these answers to why I get into their fitness program is because you can make money selling it. I'm like, well, that's not what I asked. I asked, right. I want to get in shape. I don't want to get money selling the product. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been talking about like dieting and nutrition a lot. And with that comes, there's like an emotional piece to yeah. that, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's something that you guys at, at your company have been really concentrating on lately. Yeah. And you've been doing some like speaking engagements about it. Yep. So talk a little bit about what you've been doing with that. Yeah. So, I mean, what really started this was, you know, for years we were saying this, you know, we have our follow-ups with our clients and our members and it's two minutes nutrition and numbers and the rest of the 30 minute follow-up is why why did we do this why didn't we do this 
are we stress eating? Are we not eating because we're stressed? What's why are you here in the first place? There's always a much deeper reason why people are there to quote unquote lose weight or why they are doing or not doing a program. Self-sabotage, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, I mean, you name it, it is always much more deep-seated. So we really focus not just on nutrition and fitness, but nutrition and mental health. Um, how do we cope with our struggles and and so forth? Yeah, it's been huge, it's been very powerful. Of, yeah, a lot of self-sabotage stuff. A lot of people just lacking the confidence to do something for themselves. Either they're investing time, money, um, you know, maybe their spouse is uncomfortable with them doing their own thing at the gym for an hour. There's it goes everywhere. Oh God, it's so yeah. crazy. Yep. Um, but there's just so much personal stuff behind it. And it's usually not that people are like, I don't know why I'm eating and I'm sad. You know, that's kind of the movie version. Yeah. Uh, but it's more like I had a bad day and I'm casually having a slice of pizza then I casually had something else and it kind of just spirals mm -hmm. out slowly. And it's never these dramatic moments you can point to. Um, a lot of people almost don't even realize how bad they are if they're doing it. But all of a sudden, once you get to bring it to the light, they can. it's not going to clean it up, but they can start being aware of the problem at least and then yeah. maybe mitigating it from time to time. Do you guys think, and I said this a little earlier, did the scale has something to do with that? Like oh, yeah. when they watch that scale? Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and it's something I tell people, I go, it's just it's just another metric. It, if you can take it in that for what its value is, just a fluctuating snapshot of what's going in in your body at that specific time, mm -hmm. then cool. If you can take it at that, don't do it. But if you take it as the gospel of this is, I am either a good person or a bad person after I get off the scale, no. <laughs> you know, yep. I would use it in conjunction with either some uh, technology like a Fit 3D scanner. Talk you... about that Fit mm -hmm. 3D because you talked about that a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. So you guys really don't use the scale at your place. Is that, yeah. is that so fair to it, say? So we use the scale as a tool to make sure there's no crazy fluctuation. So for, for instance, say we're working with somebody, all of a sudden we see the scale fluctuate like 10 pounds, oh, whoa, okay, what's going on? There's gonna be fluctuations. We're looking for trends in the right direction, um, but the Fit3D scanner takes it way further than that, and that's more of our focus. So yes, it gets, it anal analyzes all sorts of things. It gets your weight, your lean mass measurements, your body fat measurements, uh, measurements of all different parts of your body. It creates an actual 3D avatar of your body. So yes, it gives you a bunch of numbers, but we do try to get people to not focus solely on the numbers, but more on the image. Um, the image is super powerful as people are uh, transforming. And like any technological device, there's always gonna be a percent error on things. So if you happen to have a percent error during your scan, you don't want it to like, make you go crazy so or give you a false sense of confidence the next week this or give you a false sense of confidence in the other people are like yeah. i lost five yeah, percent body fat in a week i'm like story ah, tell. you didn't <laughs> I, I met a, a friend of mine once scanned and the body fat came in higher than he would have liked that day and i said and he's like oh, i'm not this percent i think it was 14 percent. i'm not this i go okay i hear you but i go are you as lean as you want to be he goes no i go if that number would have said eight would you have been happy he goes uh, I go, so what does it matter? <laughs> what the number says, we just have to use it as a starting point. Yep. Um, and that's what we also like the pictures too, because it's one of those, I'm all about saying, are we doing our job or not? And there's no easier way to say, is the program working than slapping pictures of before and after at your clients every two weeks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's powerful. And it that's really where they, they come in every two weeks. Well, they yeah. Come, yeah, so they come in every week to talk to the nutritionist and spend a 30 minute follow up. And then every other week we scan to make sure everything's going well. Yeah. So with that like scan and you, we were talking about that, that mental health piece, do you guys become a little bit part like nutrition coach, a little bit part therapist yeah. in, in that? <laughs> 100%. Yeah, that's something we always kid around. We try to just walk that line and stay in our scope because uh, once you start talking, man, people get they let, they're comfortable opening up to you and it's a wonderful feeling. But I go, maybe I'm not the right person to help you with these things because I'm a train wreck. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, blind shouldn't like lead in the blind. But, so uh, we, we have a good uh, relationship with a lot of psychologists in the area, uh, some dietitians who specialize in more um, 
eating disorder, uh, eating disorder mm -hmm. sort of situations. Uh, so we did a mental health seminar last month where a psychologist came in. She talked for 30, 45 minutes about just uh, dealing with everything from stress eating to why we do things and basic definitions mm -hmm. of mental health. And really just trying to get people to more to correlate everything and look at the whole picture of things. Now, how did the audience like react to that? Were oh, they pretty? It was it was deep, man. You had my friggin' hair was like standing on ends. It was deep. Um, they loved it. I mean, the fee the feedback we we had to end on like a positive note after because sure. everybody was like really emotionally touched by a lot of stuff that was going on. So then you know we're throwing out raffles. You get a prize. You get a prize. Mm -hmm. So it was like all bright and whatnot. But when everybody left, the text messages and the DMs that we had rolling in, people were just struck so deeply by what was shared in a, in a good way, in a positive way. And uh, the biggest thing that I said, you know, in our opening statement, basically, I said, you were all attracted to this mental health seminar for a reason. I said, you're sitting next to strangers and you have more in common with these people than you even know. You know, you think that you're alone in these struggles because nobody talks about it. They only talk about the good stuff. They only highlight the good things on Instagram. They don't tell you that they had a nervous breakdown because they're financially stressed or this or that. You know, um, so you all have more in common than you know. You're not alone. And when we opened up with that, people just they relaxed and they felt safe and supported in the environment. Yeah. It was awesome. And especially bringing it back to the fitness and nutrition world, I keep you know, it seems like everyone thinks everyone's doing so much better than they are. Why is it so yeah. hard for me? Why mm -hmm. am I struggling? Why can't I just get it right? When everyone's a, tra a mess. And I always kid around and go, if only some of the general population clients I work with, I'd say, knew how badly some of my tip shop, tip top shape athletes deal with stuff, they would not, they'd be like, oh my God, it's just hard for everybody. Probably worse than yeah. most others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yep. it's just as hard for everybody. And I think a lot of people need to take a good look at just where they are right now. They go, if you're looking at someone who, like a Michelle and three months from now she's on stage lean as can be, yeah, she started on third and a half base. <laughs> you know, when you're starting yeah. on first. first base, if I start getting in shape now, it's going to take me 25 years to get on stage at least. <laughs> Can't with them. <laughs> um, but, and people just, you know, they, they uh, just track their progress by where they are compared to somebody else, not how far they've gone so far. Yeah. yeah. If people want to go to like a seminar like that, how can they find out about them? Yeah, so the seminars, they're all complimentary and they're open to members and non-members. So we post them on our Instagram and our Facebook. So our Instagram's Revolutionize USA and our Facebook, I think it's Re Revolutionize Nutrition. We're always posting when the next one is, they are the third Wednesday of every month at 7 p.m. So uh, all you have to do is just register on Facebook. If you don't have Facebook, then shoot us a DM or an email um, because I just I need to keep a head count so I know how many prizes to give away. <laughs> and that's at your facility yeah, in Malpin. Yep, it's, at, yeah, it's okay. at Revolutionized Nutrition, yeah. So we talked about kind of a little bit of heavy stuff with that mental health piece. Mm -hmm. Let's kind of end on that positive note. Like yes. you, guys yeah. about. you guys have some stuff in the works and one of them's a cookbook. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we are blessed. We have a wonderful, wonderful staff. And this has been a project I've been trying to put together since 2013. Every day we have people mm -hmm. asking for it. And uh, one of our nutritionists stepped up and she goes, Michelle, I have a degree in doing this in culinary and baking and putting together cookbooks and whatnot. She goes, let me do it. I said, hell yeah that would be fantastic. So she really took on the responsibility of it and we're so, so thankful she's doing it. And it's a work in progress, but it'll be ready soon. I don't know what the yeah, definition of soon is. Four but... to six weeks, I like to say. And then once it's ready, we'll blast it over all the usual social media outlets. So yeah. maybe like early summer i say early I'm summer, late so. spring. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be released through you know PDF, audio, uh, online books sort of thing. Uh, we're definitely going to give it out to all the members. Probably mm -hmm. do a lot of big giveaways with it. Get it out there to all the outlets yeah. where you get all your audio and yeah. PDF books. You know, you mentioned your employees a lot. Why don't you kind of go through uh, all of them and who they are and kind of uh, what they do in so your... Great. I love them you so go. much. They like you more than me. 
So uh, currently we have our, I call her our head nutritionist, <laughs> Rebecca Dusisa. Um, she is, she's been with us for three years? Four years now. Three, yeah. four years. Um, just phenomenal. So much love to give. First of all, they all have their degrees. So like they are very, very knowledgeable. Um, she likes to work with people more dealing with mental, mental health, a lot of more mental stuff. Um, we have Kristen Mason. We hired her right after Rebecca. And uh, she is just... How do you describe Kristen? Kristen cares a lot. She is one of the, she's funny. I've gotten more texts from Kristen late night about a client than I think any other. She so, cares so much. And it's never a, a problem with the clients. I'm nervous about this. I want to do this right. They they definitely take the job home with them. Yeah. And then we have. The, the, yeah, we have Lauren White. She's the one that stepped up doing the uh, cookbook with us. And she just loves to bake culinary and whatnot. And, uh, and then we have our new hire, Kelsey, who is just a big ball of energy. She isn't, she's new to revolutionize, but she's not new to nutrition. She She's been in this industry working for years, and uh, she just couldn't stand where she was previously and she, what they were preaching. And she was like, I'm out. So she loves being with us, and it's, it's a great fit. Great little fit. side note, Lauren White, one of my old students, tennis yes. players. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Good kid. She's oh, phenomenal. She's Phenomenal. Yeah. And yeah. she always cracks us up and she'll probably kill me. We walk by her <laughs> office um, and she'll have her candle on and just a light off, just chill. The lights are there. off. You're like, oh, oh, yep, you're in there. <laughs> yeah, you check, make sure she's still in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the fluorescent lights kill everybody's eyes. <laughs> so just real quick before we get out of here, you know, you got the cookbook coming out. Once again, plug all your socials and stuff. So if people want to get in touch, once again, for the um, mental health seminars yes. or if they just want to come yeah. in for the nutrition piece Absolutely. or if there's anything else you yeah. guys want to mention before well, we get out of here. With all the YouTube, all of our previous oh. seminars, most of our uh, media spots, everything's on there. So if you ever want to hear more of our nonsense, go to that's the Revolutionized Nutrition uh, YouTube. On Instagram, we're at Revolutionize USA. On Facebook, Revolutionize Nutrition. Our website is revolutionizeusa.com. Emails on there. All of our contacts are on there. Um, like Randy said, all of our previously filmed everything, including our last time we were here, is on our YouTube right. channel. And on the website, it's free blogs. Free free content. Follow us. We What's the website? So revolutionizeusa.com. Free blogs on our social media. There's tips, tricks, recipes, transformations, educational content. And um, we're also gonna be putting together another uh, another YouTube page or channel basically, um, where we're just gonna be discussing everything, nutrition, business, interesting stories, success stories, and just a whole ton of fun shenanigans. Yeah, just trying so. to get everyone to see how, like Michelle said, we're more alike than we are different. And if you knew what crap everybody else was dealing with, you would keep your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What else can we talk about? Just things are good right now. It's exciting. I got a lot of really fun stuff. And I can say this is a, we're at a point in the business right now where, you know, you always want to grow the business. But right now, we, me and Michelle have a little more time to, to devote to this more passionate sides of the project of our business, which yeah. is getting out and talking to people uh, coming on the show today yeah. and just spreading the word about nutrition more so than being in the trenches. And it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really cool. So just trying to expand our circle, expand our people's. Uh, hang with the eagles, not, was it, not, not the pigeons. So, <laughs> so sore with the eagles. No. With the eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, thanks for coming in today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Thank you so much. Us. It's always a blast. No, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it.